Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Well, I was going to say false advertising, but it is true. There is a Hancock <laughs> here and there is a Kelly. It's just not John Singer, is it? How's it going, Michael? Happy to be here. John Jr. <laughs> Johnny Jr.'s here and Mr. Braxton Payne. Good evening. I almost said good morning, but it's a very beautiful evening here. Do they uh, change the um, show entrance when it's you and Hancock? No, no. I just introduce myself and, you know, sometimes do a little tap dance, uh, which is always good on radio. So it goes really well. Are we saying where your dad's at? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I do. He's in Washington D.C. He had to go up there for work. He's on assignment. Yeah, he's uh he's up working and uh, has to you know go up there and check in with the the, the clientele, the, the, the clients, and the top people. I'm sure inside the Republican Party. Is he staying out. at the Trump Hotel? Is that that's the real question? Does that even exist anymore? I think it's still a thing. Yeah, I think they might have done a rebrand of all properties at this point. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. still there. I, I went in uh, August. It was still there, just sitting there. I'm and you know, no traffic in front of it though. That's, yeah, that, it looks eerily quiet. When they were operating at a loss last time I saw. That's Mike, our producer, who just hopped in there. Just yeah. want to make sure everybody understands who the voices are because <laughs> they're probably like, well, how many people's he got in that studio with him? I heard Junior over there, so he's up in D.C. He's working, but you hung out with him this weekend. I was supposed to come see you for dinner, but I didn't make it out there. And Sunday morning, we walk into the Hancock and Kelly television show. And your dad is laughing hysterically to tell me about a show that you introduced him to. Yeah, so I found it on Twitter. I was live streaming on YouTube. It's called the Ultimate Slap Fighting Championship. (laughs) Uh, presented by Arnold Schwarzenegger and Logan Paul. <laughs> oh, Wait a minute. Okay, well. hold on a second. Uh, like, are there rules? Do you know the rules? Oh, there are rules. Uh, the Explain cra- it. So you, two guys, a lot of them uh, are from Poland, not surprisingly, but they get on, on two sides <laughs> of the table. They stare at each other. Then they just slap the hell out of each other, and there's three rounds. So you give a slap, take a slap three times, and you just go back and forth, back and forth. The craziest things, they had judges there. So some of them went to a decision. <laughs> 
if no one was knocked out. So okay, so the the, the number one goal is like a, uh, a boxing match. It's to like, like a knockout. Knock you you slap them and they just fall backwards. Well, that's not a slap. So, so it's not like a Ric Flair slap across the chest. It's like a slap across the face. No, a slap across the face, full body. I didn't even know a, a slap could knock you out, but. Some of these guys were falling by the wayside. <laughs> was it funny? It was it was hilarious because they're slapping. You know, it's not like boxing or UFC where you feel like it's serious and it probably ends up <laughs> it is a little serious, but it's a slap. So is there a crowd? Oh, there was a crowd that were going electric. The championship, there was a guy, they call him the crazy Hawaiian. Uh, out of Springfield, Missouri, he was uh, up against the <laughs> Polish course. guy. You had USA chants going out throughout the arena. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part is you had the governor just sitting on stage while the whole thing was going on. So does he own the slapping universe? He has to own the rights to it because I can't imagine why well, else he'd be there. Well, and Michael, do you know who Logan Paul is? Uh, he's the um, the influencer is now a boxer. He, he beat Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, well, yeah. well mm. let's see how great that fight actually was. But Logan Paul has to be one of the worst human beings on this planet. Okay. I mean, one of the things. Explain who he is. So, so he's so he was he started off as like a pranker on YouTube, right? When before you, that, he was on Vine. That's him right. And oh, his Vine, brother. Vine, yeah, which was so Vine was a, a social media platform where you could only have six seconds. So, uh-huh. so now, like you know, TikTok, you can have anywhere from six seconds to three minutes. But he started there originally and then he became famous transferred over to youtube and then has just like this whole brand and he has a bunch of you know what i consider like teeny boppers that just follow him like he's a religion professional boxer yeah and so he recently just bought a place in puerto rico which i don't know if you saw this that he so in puerto rico all the beaches are public and a bunch of rich rich people have bought a bunch of different places and one of the things that i think is interesting is what they did was is they put a bunch of rocks so people would have to like literally swim through the ocean to get to the public beaches. Uh-huh. So the people of Puerto Rico, they've actually started protesting. And what they've done is, is they get little boats, pull up to the public beach, and then they throw parties for hours and hours and hours right in front of Logan Paul's house and everyone else's house. And I think Logan Paul was kicked out of a couple neighborhoods in, in West West Hollywood because of his parties. So and he's now so complaining. This, so this this guy and Arnold Schwarzenegger are involved with the world slapping contest. Yeah. So okay. So can you explain to so is there like a scoring system so or no is it just knockout? System. It's just knockouts. They have judges. I don't know what they're judging on. I guess technique. You lose points <laughs> for a flinch. You lose points if you block the slap with your shoulder. Um, some of these guys, it's funny. They're just standing there, closing their eyes, knowing they're about to get whacked, but they stand there and take it. <laughs> and, and that's the key. If you can get back up, then you wind up slapping at the other guy, and then if he doesn't knock out and it's all over with, you go to the judges? Yeah, whoever slapped the best gets the win. <laughs> Was there sponsorships? Like, Do, oh, there do were, companies yeah. actually sponsor yeah, there, this? There were a lot of sponsorships. I could see uh, like Monster Energy or something sponsoring yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Not, not far off there. Yeah, or like the off-brand, like the RC Colas of the yeah, world. Yeah, there was a, I'm pretty sure non-legal sports book was a big, uh, oh, big wow. advertiser. So was this on like ESPN Sex? Oh or? no! So it was live on YouTube. YouTube yeah. live on YouTube, which is how most people watch a lot of things now, anyway. So I'll, I'll be honest. It's a good thing uh, Schwarzenegger was there because I saw his name attached to it and slap fighting. So I checked it out and <laughs> glad I did. Did you laugh? Oh, I laughed a lot. It was hilarious. The they're given the introductions. Um, every guy kept being from Poland, from Poland, and I'm like this. The one guy, Slovenia, he. The Slovenian actually won his oh, match. Uh-huh. 
Small country pulling it Slovakian, out. Slovakian, sorry. Well, no, wait, hold up. Weren't these people also like throwing rosin on their hands and stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like the pool chalk or rosin and they just they were lathering up in between, <laughs> getting ready. And so these guys have just white marks all over their face. Proof that anyone will watch anything and get paid for it. Yeah, I mean, that is. Were there the commercials? Uh, no, they didn't have commercials. Just ad reads. <laughs> was it live or was it? It was live. Oh wow, that's even. Uh, there were I think fifty four thousand people watching. <laughs> and it's all different sizes of dudes, right? You got little skinny dudes. Yeah. You got big behemoth kind of guys in there too. Yeah, they got weight classes like everything else. Um, the heavyweight <laughs> championship. The the crazy Hawaiian who lost. He had like. 60 pounds on the other guy, but he's the world champion for a reason. Did they have a did they have a female um they, slap fight? Uh, not that I saw, but they did have ring girls. <laughs> they had ring girls. <laughs> oh no. And Arnold sitting there chomping on a cigar. I thought, yeah. we've, I thought we've retired ring girls in this day and age. Uh, not for the slap this fighting. Been slap <laughs> fighting. Yeah. Not, not I a- mean, can you get more primitive <laughs> than slap fighting? I mean, oh my I mean it was <laughs> like so do these guys look like something from a movie that are getting, you know, when they, Igor Sochin. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's just, just huge. Imagine, yeah, imagine a really jacked Eastern European, but just with a layer of fat over <laughs> I, I could totally see, like, college kids on a Saturday night, like, in a frat house going around and just watching this. I mean, when, when I was in school... It was it was the thumb wars. They would televise those oh, yeah. on like you know ESPN Super Plus. It wasn't even on ESPN. I don't even know what it was on. The but Ocho. It was, it yeah, was ESPN literally ate the, Ocho. the Ocho. Yeah, and it literally was thumb wars. You know, one, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war, and that's what people would watch. And I would I was so entertained by it because these people were so good at it. Or arm wrestling was the other one too. That we watch all the time. <laughs> the Slovakian was actually the national arm wrestling See, champion. There you go. It's, 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 it's a full evolution. Best sport so, athlete since Bo Jackson. I, I just have one. I can't believe I'm this curious uh, into slap fighting. I'm asking all these questions, but did you have to hit him on the side of the face or could you hit him on the nose? Because it seems no, to me you, you couldn't could hit him on the nose. They put, packed like paper in their ear for every slap too. I uh, had to be. You couldn't lower the chin either when you're defending. It had to be up and just. The real question is, what's the concussion protocol on yeah. this type uh, of sport? I don't think they're, they did have a doctor, but I don't know what he's doing there. I, I, I would, I would doubt the credibility of his license. He's probably a chiropractor. I, I'm gonna have to like Google this and see. But you say, well, heck, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Schwarzenegger is a part of it, so it's got to be real for, like. You know, I'll, I'll be able to see future matches. Uh, I think it'll be coming back. I, I can't get over how many people <laughs> went there. Tour. How many people went to watch it live? That was incredible. I can't imagine a bigger waste of an afternoon. But you know, <laughs> I, I guess the simple things make you happy. Good for you. Hey, it's Hancock, Kelly, and Payne. That's right. It's young John Hancock Jr. and young Braxton Payne and young Michael Kelly. Listen to this. We'll be back with you here shortly on KMOX. Been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. That's right. First, he brought us information as it relates to the World Slap Fight Contest. <laughs> now, he plays his regular role on Late Night with Hancock and Kelly as the NFL Insider. Hello, John. Hey, now. So, <laughs> NFL, we got a lot going on. Sorry to steal your catchphrase there, Michael. <laughs> no worries. Hey, now. Go ahead. But we had the combine going on, and uh, Braxton, a couple of your Georgia Bulldogs put on the show. You had Jordan Davis, so he's a defensive lineman, six foot six, uh, and he weighs 341 pounds, and he ran Ooh. a 4.78 on the 40. Can you imagine a big man running at you that quickly? What? 4.78. What would a wide receiver run? Uh, low four would be a fast wide really? receiver. That's those skinny, fast guys. Yeah. And so this is a big dude. He's the b- biggest or fastest guy over 310 since 03 to run the 40. <laughs> how, how, how many pounds is he? 341 pounds. <laughs> oh and how tall is he? Six foot six. Jeez. That's fast. And some of the other big news out of the combine, Kenny Pickett, one of the top quarterbacks in this draft out of Pitt, he had his hands measured. Everyone loves to make a big deal about the hands <laughs> of the combine. And I think he was eight and three quarters uh, inches was his the hand wingspan, wherever you call that, the thumb to pinky. And not a single quarterback in the NFL starting other than Taysom Hill, which, case in point, is under <laughs> uh, nine inches. Really? Yeah. yeah, I heard he had one of the smallest hands ever. How does that stake up, stack up against a guy like, I don't know, like a Baker Mayfield? So Baker Mayfield, I honestly don't know his hand size. And it really, when you have that lack of talent, it really doesn't matter because Baker oh. Mayfield, one of the biggest frauds, not just in the National Football League, but in the history of sports. But uh, but, but he is a brilliant marketer because he's made a lot of money on endorsements. Yeah. Uh, again, I'd say another feather in the cap of him being a fraud <laughs> fleecing nationwide national whoever it is i changed the any, channel any other news that came out of the combine before we move to today's big news uh you know there was always news but i'm more interested to talk about calvin ridley getting suspended a year yeah so this is the atlanta falcons player wide receiver number one receiver uh he took a mental health break right yep. during the middle of last year's season yeah uh, he was gone for four or five days, and while he was gone, he placed bets on the game. Is yeah, that right? so he claims he bet fifteen hundred dollars total, and he did bet on the Falcons to win. And it's tough, you know. I feel for him, but I think he has to be suspended when it comes like this uh, to something like this. The NFL's integrity is paramount, and if you have players betting on oh, games, yeah. you, there's you, no more integral <laughs> agency on the planet than the NFL, John. Come on, I can understand that they need to make sure that the games are kept legal, but don't sit here and see, you know the integrity. No, well, of the I'm just NFL. saying the game itself, the on the field product yeah, needs that integrity. 
So, yeah, he wound up getting one year suspension. At least. At least, yeah. No, heck, Pete Rose didn't even make it to the Hall of Fame because of this exact issue. And yep. he, he says he was betting on his team as well. I was talking to a friend of mine who said that, um, or ba- Barney, you know him, he said to me that he thought it mm-hmm. was too strong of a penalty. But I said, I, I don't know, man. Pete Rose well, isn't in the in the Hall of Fame. Well, I think as as you get more states that are legalizing sports betting, it is becoming so easy. I mean, you can drive right across the river to the Casino Queen or the Argosy and play sports bets on anything. Um, so I think as as it becomes easier and you can do it on your phone, you don't you don't have to go to Vegas anymore. They really need to make sure that as these players that are more tech savvy, you know, they're, you know, they're 20 year old kids. I mean, they really are. And if they're going to get into that type of betting, it could really affect the game, not only well, yeah, here, the, but also long term. The temptation of a player. Oh, it has to be huge. Wagering in a sport, you know, or having somebody influence them via wagering. I mean, there, there has to be a no tolerance in the sport well, in terms of gambling, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you run, even if they're betting on their own team to win, what does that say when they don't bet on their team? It means they don't think they have a chance. Right. And I think one of the things too, when like when I was, you know, I played a division three sport with the NCAA and we weren't allowed to do the March madness brackets. That was against uh, what we could do. No, NCAA, what? you're not allowed to do any type of oh, betting with March Madness because it was an NCAA sport at all, even though that we weren't even playing in you, it as a D3 athlete. You were an NCAA athlete and you weren't, well, oh, you weren't allowed to go to Vegas and make a win. No, like, so like, you, even if it was like, hey, you fill, you could fill out a bracket with your, you know, your friends, but there could be no money involved. Well, there's not supposed to be any money involved between anybody, even the family well, games. That's not supposed to be well, happening. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like the, the bingo loop pole essentially or like the the football squares i mean you can still do those types of things but we weren't even allowed to do that. Do you so, sure this wasn't a Font Bond Catholic? No, no, this is an inc- this is a- <laughs> no, this is true. You got kids. Uh, I went to Webster That's our and producer we, Mike Cobb we had all of our uh, baseball players can't do any of that for uh, the College World Series yeah, when you can't we were playing anything. it all the time. You couldn't do any of that. And me as an employee of a professional sports team, I'm not allowed to have fantasy baseball in any measure whatsoever, money or no money involved. And uh, also can't have any sort of betting on anything, even though I don't work for any aspect of the Mm on-field product. I still can't bet on baseball. Yeah, I have a buddy. He's in scouting in the MLB. He ran a great fantasy baseball league, and we had to give it up because he couldn't do it. Yeah, uh, once he started. I'm gonna make one of your dad's jokes. Is he a life scout? (laughs) 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 Somebody needed to play the role of John Senior today. (laughs) Too too much hair. Do you do you sports bet? I, I do. I, not as much as I used to. Um, to be honest, once it got legalized, it lost a lot of the luster <laughs> for me. I what felt, do sports bet? Uh, I, I enjoy it. I don't have like an account or anything like that. What about you? No. I have an addictive personality. And but like, do you do like uh, football squares or anything like oh, that? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Now, there's stuff like, you know, like my family does an NCAA tournament. You thing. did a pick'em league for a while, I think, didn't you? Uh, yeah. And yeah we, you've we done the Hancock Invitational bucks. Bracket Challenge. Yeah, and we've done the 20 bucks a week type thing. Mm-hmm. But no, but I mean in terms of actually... Like the over-under. And, yeah, and betting in a in a technical way. Like, I know people, like you said, who drive over to Illinois, mm-hmm. literally go to the gas station over there, sit in their Same. car, and make a bunch of wagers. And I just know my personality. I, I could not stop yeah. at just... Boy. That bit of energy. It's kind of like, well, the reason I haven't done many illicit drugs because I just know my personality. <laughs> 
that I'm going to be the best at it if uh, I get involved in it. Well, I think that's what, like, you know, the the March Madness is so addicting to so many people because it is constant entertainment on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. You're getting games that you can bet on and you can be invested in a, you know, a game. And, and the best part about, I think, maybe not the best part, but one of the most addicting parts about sports betting is if the game is a one seed against a 16 seed, you can find things to bet on. You can find, you know, the, the spread is very important or you can bet on so-and-so to have so many rebounds. Yeah, and or, it makes you care about Ohio versus Western Michigan. When I'm, <laughs> I'm not watching that game unless I got, got points. Well, exactly. I go to the horse races. I like doing that. Yeah. And what a horrible life that would be to be betting on the horses every day. Yeah. A lot of people do it, But the one day that I go and do it, I enjoy it, and I'm into it. And I take my $200, $300, right. and that's what I'm going to spend that day, and I don't have any expectation that I'm going to be walking out of there with any money. Yeah, if I got it with the simplicity of this thing being on my phone, being able to bet whether or not there's going to be a hole-in-one in tomorrow's PGA match... I just can't start down that path. I had a friend in college. We used to stream horse races in India, and he had a way we could bet on it. <laughs> Dubai was my favorite one because you could bet on it because they race at like 7 a.m. on Sunday mornings. And like if you wake up and you're like, oh, we got a couple races that we can bet on before we go to brunch, at, you know, down here. And that's what we're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's bet on a couple of those. Those were always the best. Yeah, and it was just like, stay away from the Tampa Greyhounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've gone to a couple places with you. We've bet on the, the dogs uh, in yeah, Florida before. Right. I don't like the dog track. Yeah. It's, it's, There's something depressing about it that. It is, but that one's nice in yeah. Florida. At least it's not, you know, yeah, dirty. They, but I think they've all closed. I think the dog tracks have closed down in Florida. Oh, now. Really? I think it's only horse racing. And I just did it recently, but. I just couldn't. If, if, if I, I was listening to the PGA announce today that they're coming out with a new betting system, and you'll be able to bet on who had the longest drive on the fifth hole on Thursday, who uh, will will Bryson Shambo, DeChambeau hit a drive over one forty eight or under one forty eight, like. So I just that that's pro- probably going to be over 148 on that. <laughs> it's, it's, or, yeah, well, so they want to make golf interesting. I mean, the latest thing I bet on professional <laughs> bull riding. Interesting. So I mean, professional golf bull is riding. Very interesting. Yeah, no, the <laughs> golf's interesting on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, when you take when to take a nap. Oh, oh, oh that's Braxton <laughs> Payne, John Hancock Jr., Mike Kelly. Listen to this. Now back to late night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night on King of OX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Braxton Payne today is National Cereal Day. Hey now. So growing up, I had two my two favorite cereals were the following. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Which was absolutely delicious. I mean, the best part about Cinnamon Toast Crunch was after you were finished yeah, you with drink, the cereal and drink, drink the, the cinnamon milk. The yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sugar milk, yeah. And there was nothing worse than, like, sitting there and you got your face, like, two inches from the bowl and you're just, like, slopping the stuff in your mouth and it's coming down your thing and your little sister's yelling at you. And then whenever we didn't have that, we had Raisin Bran because that was the more appropriate choice that my mother would have for us. Uh-huh. 
Um, and um, I, I'm just curious what might have been your cereal. So we, uh, you know, I did eat a lot of cereal growing up. I don't eat cereal anymore. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was a top. Uh, Lucky Charms, top. Uh, we had, what was it? Were there green clovers and blue diamonds and purple horseshoes on your uh, I'm, I'm sure there yeah. were. Whatever was the most sugary is the one I liked. And then, uh, believe it or not, my mom really liked grape nuts. Like, mm. so the little just pellets. pellets. But I would load like gerbil when you were eating. But I would stuff? load probably a half cup, if not a full cup of sugar on top of them. And so they were obviously great because it was just like a little <laughs> bit of crunch and I was literally just drinking sugar milk. Um and then the rice krispies, I loved those, but you had to eat them so quick or they would get soggy. Rice yeah, oh, yeah. those things were disgusting when they got soggy. Oh yeah, you had to eat them like but they were great. Because yeah. also one of the things I would load and, and it would and turn tricks. into a paste that you could use to like hold things together. <laughs> right? Yeah. What was yours? So my go to would have been honey nut Cheerios growing up. Oh, really? Classic. Yeah. You know, I'm a big yeah. fan of regular Cheerios as well. <laughs> then my dark horse actually uh was Apple Jacks. Remember that one? Oh, oh I loved Apple, Apple Jacks. Yeah. No, I, and another one that you would have to eat quick because if you didn't like if you waited too long and they got soggy, it was just not good. So what I would do is fill up the 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 bowl with milk and then just pour a little bit in, eat it before, and then you know just keep eating it as as I went along. Yeah, honey smacks. Did you guys ever hear that one? Uh, is are those like the no? I don't. That cinnamon or ones. Were they or, honeycomb. Oh, uh, with the like fuzzy mascot. The one that like crackled honeycombs? in your mouth. I don't know. Oh, we're gonna need somebody to Google that. Yeah, you so, wanna, one of the, so I don't drink milk anymore. But one of the weirdest things that I had growing up, which was my mom's, I th- think my mom still eats it to this day, loves it, was macaroni and milk. So warm macaroni what? with, and you put milk in it. So and and then you put salt and pepper, and then Lay's uh, potato chips. That was, and we what? had that for dinner. I don't know, probably two nights a week growing up. Without the cheese? The macaroni without the it, cheese? It, with milk. milk. It was just like literally like Have eating. Have you ever heard of such a thing? No, honestly, it doesn't sound half bad, though. Yeah, It just, sounds horrible. And you just put like some salt, some pepper, and then you would make it with a Lay's What's potato chips. What's the purpose chips. of the milk? It's just macaroni and milk. It was just part of something that, I mean, it's a cheap meal because macaroni is cheap. And then, you know, milk, you know, you get your, your good stuff in and then Lay's potato chips. I loved when we had the... The kettle cooked instead of just the regular Lay's potato chips. But we had that all the what, time what growing up. What did she do with the cheese that came with the macaroni? No, so you can buy just elbow macaroni, you know, like just the actual oh, you pasta. Just boil it up. Yeah, yeah, you just boil it up. And so the milk was warm. The milk? the milk was warm oh, when you put put it horrible. in. Yeah, we would do that a lot growing up. Really? Yeah. I don't drink milk anymore, but I had a lot of milk, I guess, growing up. But that yeah. was... Did you look forward to that food? It was good. I mean, we would do it. A, I mean, we'd do it a lot because it was easy to make. It was quick, and we liked it. I mean, it's pretty salty, which it was pretty good. Yeah, salty's good. Yes, I mean, I think the other weird thing. I ate a lot of pop tarts too growing up. Yeah, right. We would have a pop tart occasionally. What was your favorite flavor of pop tart? Cinnamon and um, oh, the cinnamon one's the best. Yeah. Warm it up in the toaster, put a little butter on it. Well, we never put any butter on. My sisters oh. uh, liked the the sprinkles. You know, my yeah. little sister. I like the the, uh, the one with the purple frosting, blue swirl. I don't know what wild berry, that was. wild, wild berry. berry. Those mm, best so, ones. So Delish. I guess my mom is listening. <laughs> she just texted me and she said we also would do it with spam. So we'd make spam sandwiches uh, along with the macaroni and milk. Have you ever had spam in your entire life? I no. haven't. No, me neither. But uh, I knew a kid who had a peanut allergy in grade school, and he'd have a butter sandwich at lunch. 
Oh, two gonna... pieces of Wonder Bread and butter. Oh. I went to a fancy restaurant once, and one of the uh, appetizers they had was like spam. Oh, it spam's yeah. great. I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's just I'm sure pure I've sodium. Had it, but yeah. I don't, don't it's just pure sodium. It. Sodium. Yeah. I mean, it's just salt. I'm just trying to think about pasta and milk. Um, on what would be appealing about that to me? I My mean, mom I... had it growing up with her with her kids. I mean, mm-hmm. she grew up. She was the youngest of six. So I think it was something that they could just make, and it would be good. I mean, they lived on a farm, so they had milk. You know, it wasn't like they had to go to the Did store. Did you guys eat a lot of ketchup when you were younger? I, I can't stand ketchup. I can't either. Like, really? Give me, give me the real tomatoes. Exactly. Uh, I like ketchup. Really? Ketchup's I like, good. Yeah, I like ketchup and mayonnaise. Some people put ketchup on top of macaroni and cheese. It's the scu- The eggs are absolute barbarians. The ketchup and eggs crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a huge eggs fan, but if there are scrambled eggs and hash browns, I will do ketchup and a lot of pepper on it together. Yeah. And mix them together. Terrible. I like the fancy sauce, though, which is the ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together. I, I can't do mayonnaise either. What? what? The, the ones you have on your hamburger. Uh, mustard. Lettuce, oh. tomato. Oh. Yeah. Mustard. Your disgusting. dad's particular about it. He doesn't like tomato. Yeah, he can't stand tomatoes. Loves onions, though. Yeah. So wait a minute. There's just too much to process <laughs> here. You mix... Um, well, I can understand fancy that. Fancy sauce. Yeah, fancy sauce. So a little this bit is what we call it. And they sell it, like, buy, like, the thing now, at, like, Kraft does, that you can buy at the grocery store. But but you've never taken the mayonnaise at all, even, like, I, on a turkey sandwich? I can't sandwich? stand it. It makes the sandwich disgustingly soggy, and I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so what So what is your, like, no-go commu- uh, condiment? I'm not. I don't like ketchup. No, I can deal with it with fries, but I don't, you know, like, other people are like, I gotta have ketchup for this, ketchup right. for that, ketchup for this. I'm not into ketchup. Yeah, my, my no-go is sour cream i, I can't literally do sour get cream either actually i've actually thrown up mustard pretty much what what would you like the dijon mustard or regular mustard uh regular mustard i can do so like the, the yellow mustard yeah the yellow mustard i call that baby mustard now i can do the dijon you know i can be sophisticated yeah you know what so one thing i was, ta- I I was talking about the other day with a friend is is i'm particular when it comes to certain brand names uh-huh. when it comes to like so like i like heinz ketchup i like hidden valley ranch like I will not get the off brand. Is there anything like that that you like or John or that um, you will only get the on brand for? Oreos. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the hydrox, That's a good one. hydrox, terrible name. Is good. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. want to be reminded I'm eating a bunch of chemicals. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and they just don't taste like Oreo. No, no, no like they don't. It doesn't deliver the same. No, double-stuffed Oreo, though, is the best Oreo. Is it? Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. You get the extra the filling in there, and it's, oh. Mm. oh there's it's a, so good. We have a patented method in my family. We take a fork, and we stick it in, and the double stuff has enough cream in it that you could stick the fork in, so that way you don't get your oh. hands covered in milk and sticky and stuff, so that way you can dip it easier. That's brilliant. And then you can eat it off the fork. And it doesn't crumble? No, not at all. Yeah, it just melts in your mouth that way. Exactly. Oh. I really like that. That's a great idea. This has made me very hungry. Um, <coughs> Shocker. And it was all about National Cereal Day. Did we ever nail down what your cereal was? Honey Nut Cheerios. And, and Mike? I turned my mic off. Uh, I'm going to have to say Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Oh, that's also a good one. I got a protein shake flavored after those two, and you put that in some milk cool. and drink it. It tastes like you're drinking the milk out of a Fruity Pebble bowl. That is a delicious idea. Well, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to talk about the cost of everything going up, especially concerts. Thanks, Joe Biden. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to late.
Fight Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Hey now, John Jr., what was the last concert you went to? Hippo Campus at the Pageant. What is that? They're a band uh, I'm not too familiar with them, but I had a buddy who wanted to go. In uh, 2022, I'm saying yes to more things, so I went. Hey, by the way, good outlook on life. What it cost you? Uh, 26 bucks about. Braxton, what was the last concert you went to? Uh, I went to Matt Kearney at the con uh, at the pageant as well, which was uh-huh. about $27 to go. But I also bought the tickets in 2019. Oh, yeah. So this is one of these concerts that's been Yeah, so I had a physical ticket. You know, it wasn't yeah. one of those digital tickets that everyone uses now. I had had to keep a hold of those, which, let me tell you, keeping a hold of that for three years no was almost impossible. That's impressive. Yeah. Junior, you um, told me something that I couldn't believe in the uh, break. You're going to go see Taylor Swift? Is she oh, going on concert Absolutely. Tour? She hasn't announced yet, but she hasn't gone on tour since 2018. Still haven't forgiven my sister for refusing to go to the Reputation Tour with me. Why wow. did she refuse? Uh, it, long story, she said, claimed she wasn't a fan um, back then. And, you know, I can't be going to a Taylor Swift concert alone. <clears throat> Every mom in the arena is going to be looking at me, pointing me out well, to security. I mean, so I went to that tour, the Reputation Tour at the Dome. And I had floor seats with like eight friends. And I will tell you... It was the broadest swath of people I've ever seen. You know, people that were, you know, 12-year-olds to 50, 60-year-olds. And it was just like everyone was there to have a blast. Right. And I would I, totally go I'm to a that. new convert to uh, Taylor Swift. She's amazing. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. And there, so are you, know, you a Swifty with us now, no, too? No, I'm not a Swifty, but I do like some of her you music. You will be. You will be. Yeah, yeah. And I would consider going to her concert, but I would be more concerned about most of the people thinking that I'm a pervert. No. Wanting to go look at a bunch of little girls. That's exactly why I didn't want to roll solo. But right. I, I got a whole crew and list of alternates ready to go for this upcoming yeah. one. No. And so what will a Taylor Swift ticket go for? So I think we, we had like decent floor seats for that, and I think we paid about two ninety after t- taxes and fees. I mean, it's the fees That's that insane. really kill you. Almost three hundred dollars for a concert tour. Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to see, so, I'm going to see Coldplay in Chicago. Uh-huh. They're doing a stadium tour, and they're doing two nights at Soldier's Field, and. The cheapest tickets, besides the absolute nosebleeds, were the floor seats. So the floor seats were general admission. Those were two fifty apiece. But if you were in the lower bowl, they were going for like a thousand dollars face value. That's crazy. Plus service and fees. Would you pay three hundred dollars to go see Taylor Swift? No, I actually got a, opened a Capital One credit card just for a presale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what she does her commercials. With. Oh, is that? Are you being dead serious? I'm being about dead, this? I wish I was joking. Yeah. Well, I. Can't. <laughs> Would you take me? Uh, you know, uh, there's a long list wanting to go, but yeah, I'll, I'll throw you on. We, we, I, I, I want to get a crew to rent a box. Oh. To rent a box to Taylor Swift? Yeah, that, so I will say, we, um, I've done it several times with Michael, either at the Dome or, or Enterprise Center. And you got to, first off, you got to get the right one because sometimes the acoustics can be a little messed up. Like, I would never suggest one at Bush Stadium yeah. um, for a concert. Now, obviously, they're great, but the acoustics are a little off. Like, you don't get as great of sound when you're in a box sometimes i remember i was with you guys at u2 oh yeah, yeah what's u2 did we go see uh i hear it uh the, the enterprise yeah, center, yeah, or yeah was it at the Dome? enterprise yeah yeah that was a fun concert so but i just don't know what i t- i mean three hundred dollars what was the last concert with? what was the last concert you? i have to? no idea oh dave matthews oh. uh that would have been down in florida and i would say that i was the tickets with you were like yeah 75 bucks or so but I mean, some of these price tickets I was looking. You know, your dad's got a legendary story about Elton John being, you know, thousands of dollars. Well, he he kind of got suckered into a, a bigger deal because I think he was really excited about going. 
And but uh, you know, I was looking at Paul McCartney tickets and Elton John tickets. They're all like four or five hundred dollars yeah. base value to start, and that just seems ridiculous to me. And I, but at the same time, I, you know. I guess they're getting it good for them, and it's the only place they can make money anymore. I mean, I will say it's it's the fees that always kill me. I yeah. mean, like, the pageant does a great deal, right? So if you want to go see the pageant at Delmore Hall or the pageant, you can go to the box office and pay no fees if you pay cash, which is the best thing. So you just got to go to the ATM and go do it, and you avoid, you know, sometimes, depending on the, the, the concert, 10 to 15, and I love going to concerts. Like, I have probably have, in the next three months, four or five concerts is what I'm going to. And I like different music, but different venues. But I will say also, the new place out by you, Junior, uh, the factory in Chesterfield is a great place to there, see yeah? a concert. I haven't. No. Uh, someone's going there I want to see. It's uh, Andrew Bird. Oh. I think Olivia Rodrigo might be heading out there, too. She oh, is. Wow. Yeah. And and I'm seeing Glass Animals there next in two weeks. Weird Al might be going out there as well. Yeah, I think oh. that's right. I'm yeah, going to Weird Al. That yeah. one cost me 200 bucks. Yeah, well, that's, Weird Al's that worth a, it. That, he, is I that bet a he puts double on a feature with show. the slapping contest? <laughs> Weird Al and the slapping contest? Michael, what's your the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, you too, uh, for sure. You too, for sure. Yeah. What about oh, you? I forgot we're both Michaels. We're both Michaels. Paul McCartney. What about you, Junior? Billy Joel at Wrigley. Billy Joel. I would yeah, have to right. say for mine would probably be, oh, Lord. Uh, I liked Matt Kearney at Sheldon Concert Hall when he did his acoustic tour. Don't you hate these guys who come up with names of concerts that you never heard you of? You don't know Matt Kearney? Nothing yeah, you left know him. I do, but most people don't know who Matt's like. You're talking about the Glass Animals and the... Well, Glass what Animals are see? top 40 hits. What did you just go uh, Hippocampus. The Hippocampus. Hey, when we come back, we're actually going to talk some serious stuff. After this, listen to the news right here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.